The Leap Foundation proudly presents the Meet the Mentor podcast with Dr. Bill Dorfman. Dr. Bill is a TV host, New York Times bestselling author, two-time Guinness World Book record holder, fitness guru, celebrity cosmetic dentist, and philanthropist who founded the Leap Foundation. Here's Dr. Bill. Hey, Dr. Bill here. I'm super excited for another Meet the Mentor interview. Um, I'll tell you a little bit about Sergey in a moment. But before I do, what's this all about? Well, if you've never listened to our Meet the Mentor, here's the deal. Every year for the last 13 years, we've run a program called LEAP. LEAP is a motivational leadership program for high school and college students. The 2021 dates are July 18th to the 24th. It will be at the beautiful UCLA campus if we can meet in person. Uh, I just had a meeting with the LEAP team and I think what we're going to do, we normally get about 450 students at UCLA live. I think we're going to pare it down and have about 50 students there live, socially distanced and all vaccinated. And we will test each student every morning for COVID. And we will still run the virtual program. Last year, we had over a 1000 students on the virtual program. This year, my goal is to hit 10,000 students on the virtual program, 50 students live. So it's going to be a really exciting program. What do we do at LEAP? We basically teach students the skills that they need to be successful in life. And we do it by bringing in amazing speakers, mentors. I mean, we've had Mark Wahlberg, Anthony Hopkins, Kathy Bates, Paula Abdul, Michael Strahan, Jason Alexander, Apollo Ono, the most decorated winter Olympian in history. Um, Chris Voss, my good friend, the New York Times bestselling author of Never Split the Difference, the FBI negotiator. My yeah. dear, sweet friend, Tracy Bregman, who's been on The Young and the Restless since she was young and restless as a 19-year-old. And the program is phenomenal. We teach skills that students just don't learn in school, but that they really need to be successful in life. So, Check out LEAP. Go to our website. It is www.leapfoundation.com. And you can sign up for the live program or the virtual program today. But I hope to see you there. And um, without further ado, let me introduce you to Sergey. Now, the reason we started this podcast was because we had all these amazing speakers come and speak at LEAP. And the information was so valuable. I thought this can't just live at LEAP. This really has to be available. And, and also I didn't want students just going to LEAP and then thinking we forgot about them. You know, it wasn't like a kind of like a one and done thing. So by doing this podcast, we really stay in touch with our students throughout the year, their parents, their friends. We bring valuable information. And unlike other podcasts where we just talk about people's careers, I really ask each participant in the podcast to kind of give a little roadmap. So if a student is sitting at home and says, wow, I really love what Sergey's doing and I want to do that. Surrey's going to tell you what you need to do and how you can best prepare so you can do that. So 
it, it's super exciting. So let me tell you a little bit about Sergey, and then we'll get right into it. Sergey Young is a longevity investor. You've never heard that term. He'll explain what it means. With a mission to extend healthy lifespans of at least 1 billion people, building on his investment expertise, which he'll tell you about, which spans over 20 years, Sergey founded the $100 million Longevity Vision Fund to accelerate life extension breakthroughs and to make them affordable and accessible to all. The investment focuses on Longevity Vision Fund and includes technologies, products, services, and ones that will extend healthy human lifespans and mitigate the negative effects of aging. Sergey Young named one of the top 100 longevity leaders in the world, also manages a $2 billion in private equity funds and heads Peak State Ventures, a US-based fund which focuses on new technologies in real estate, digital healthcare, and the future of work. Sergey is an innovator. He's on the board of the XPRIZE Foundation and, um, and Forbes Tech Council member. Um, he lives with his family in the UK. Um, currently though, he is in his homeland of Russia. So Sergey, welcome to Meet the Mentor. Hi, Dr. Bill. Hi guys, I'm so excited to be here with you today. What city are you in right now, Sergey? Yeah, I'm in Moscow. As, um, as we discussed, I, I came here in March last year for literally a few weeks to take care of my mom. She had a stroke. She's fine now. Uh, but it was like the long, because of the lockdown in London and in Moscow and all around the world, it's been the longest uh, few weeks in my life in, uh, in the other location. But it's good to be back. I've... Uh, I spent outside Russia the last 20 years, uh, investing mostly in U.S., living in the U.K., so it uh, feels good. Well, for um, our friends in Moscow and Russia who are going to be listening to this, uh, you can say something in your native language to them welcoming to our podcast. Go ahead. Привет. Привет. Yeah, which is fine. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, so let's kind of start at the beginning. You grew up um, in Moscow. Um, tell me how you kind of went from Moscow to, you know, to ending up in, in the UK. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's an interesting story. Um, at this time, it was uh, roughly a little bit more than 20 years ago. I, I was working in Arthur Anderson in global accounting and uh, audit firm as a consultant. And uh, uh, we had a competition in all European offices for a few places to do a Master of Business Administration in one of the UK universities. And uh, as I remember, for Moscow office, it was like two places, and we had 120 candidates. And uh, I still remember I arrived, it was Saturday, I arrived to the office to discover that the deadline for application was Friday. But you know, I'm, I'm the man who never you know, gives up. So I call hotline, ask them for deadline extension till Monday, submitted the application, fight for that. And, you know, bingo, you know, I was one of these two people who had a, you know, opportunity to move to UK and study there, do business administration and continue my career there. So, all right, the last- wait, wait, yeah. 
We need to back up for a second because there's a very okay. important lesson here. And one of the things that we preach at Leap is this. Successful people are willing to do the things that unsuccessful people are not willing to do. You could have walked into the office on that weekend and said, I missed the deadline. Oh, well. But you didn't do that. You thought, oh, no, I missed the deadline. Let me see if I can get an extension. You got the extension, and then you end up being one of the two people that was selected. Back 20 years ago, it wasn't that easy to go from you know, Russia to, to the UK. Oh, yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, that's, that's one of the lessons uh, that I had in life. Never give up. Um, as I remember, uh, was it, I think it was Walt Disney, he got 300 no before, uh, you know, when he was pitching his Disneyland idea, before he got strong yes, right? 300 times, you know, this man has been rejected with this beautiful idea. And you know what? You know, right now we can enjoy Disneyland, you know, pretty much everywhere in the world. And you know what I tell students also is just because somebody says no, don't look at that as failure. You know, if somebody tells you something or if you try something and it doesn't come out the way you want, that's not failure. That's practice for success. You just exactly. keep doing it again and again and again until you exactly. succeed because you really only fail, Sergey, when you quit. And if you're not a quitter, you never have to fail in life. Correct? Yeah, exactly. And you, I, I like, I, I use uh, Jeff Bezos as a mentor. I mean, he doesn't know me, right? But uh, because of the reality of today's world, yeah, I had an opportunity just to listen to his speech somewhere. And I remember his words. Uh, the direct quote was, we love failures at Amazon because we learn from it. So, you know, that's, that's just another, you know, piece of wisdom that I used in life. And well, in the, again, in the beauty of today, that you don't need to work directly with Jeff or with guys like Elon Musk or this you know, amazing Chris was to learn from them. Yeah. You, you just buy their yeah. book, you read it. Yeah, Chris wrote the amazing book, Never Split the Difference, right? With Tal Russ. Uh, right. Or you just listen to Jeff or you listen to podcasts. I mean, you go to the program that you do at UCLA, right? Or you listen to this podcast. And you, you use these people as, a, as mentors, a role model. So, well, that's what Jeff Bezos told me without actual knowledge that I was recipient of this knowledge. You know, we love failures. We learn from it. And uh, well, this is my motto. Yeah. And at Leap, we say copy genius. And that's exactly what it is. Look, when I started practicing in Beverly Hills, you think they needed another cosmetic dentist? Forget it. No. I went and I shadowed the five most successful dentists there and copied all the great things that they were doing and made my practice even better than theirs. So here you are, this kid struggling in, in Russia. And by the way, American kids, they have no idea what Russia was like back then. Maybe before we move on, you can give them a little idea because when we were talking about this in the pre-interview, I was blown away. Like, we didn't realize the level of poverty. We don't think of Russia as a third world country. You know, we just don't. And maybe you can give them a little inside view of, you know, what your childhood was like in Russia before we move yeah. on. 
Uh, yeah, well, that's a great question. It, it's a story which is more about Soviet Union, right? When we had communism, you know, equal distribution of wealth and products and services. I mean, Russia has changed a lot since that. But I mean, if we go back 40, 45 years ago, I'm 49 today, right? Um, so my childhood, I would wake up Saturday 5 a.m. because during and and you know go to the uh, shop and queue. Well, probably from 5 a.m. I would just stay in the queue for three hours, freezing in the middle of you know strong, strong Russian winter, and just waiting for you know our portion of milk and you know opportunity to buy bread and some other stuff for my family. So that's that's how life was 40 years ago there. And this every is how, day. Uh, no, every- I did it every week because we didn't have a luxury of uh, supplying the products in a you know small provincial town uh, every day. So you, they usually arrive like Friday it's there, and then on Saturday when people are out from work and they can actually spend hours in the queue to get their you know, provision to get food for the family. Uh, this is where we stayed. We had money. We just didn't have an opportunity to, to buy anything for this money. So this is how communists worked back then. You know, really right now is um, pretty much different. But it was a great um, uh, environment for me to just to grow stronger and to grow through these challenges and appreciate uh, small things in life. And so you grow up in Russia, and then about 20 years ago, you win this contest where you're allowed to go to the, to the UK, and you really started your career in finance. It had yeah. nothing to do with longevity, and, and we're going to have to define what you're doing in longevity right now. But why don't you kind of talk about the beginning of your career in finance and how that all happened? Yeah, so I am an investor, and for the last 20 years, you know, I've been working as a financial advisor or as a, as a uh, principal investor, which means you know, people give me the money to manage, to do investment on their behalf, and I'm the one who's making all the decisions. In opposite, when you talk about investment advisors or financial advisors, well, this is your opportunity to speak to someone's ear and present your view, and then they decide, they take responsibility for their own investment decision. So that's like a difference. I started as advisor, and I probably around 10 years ago, I ended up with um, investment principles, which means, uh, you know, much uh, larger degree of flexibility and opportunity to invest in themes, sectors, and, you know, emerging industries, uh, which I find uh, pretty exciting. So I went through the study. I, I've done degree in business administration. It was actually my third degree. And um, uh, because the first one was chemical engineering and engineering was good in terms of structuring my mind. The second one actually banking and insurance. So that's like financial aspect of that. And third was business administration. And, and probably business. Where, and where did you do each of these, Sergey? So the, two, uh, the first two ones I've done at Moscow at uh, uh, Moscow University. So that's, um, I think it's uh, goes to one of the top 100 in the world. It's like super old. It's been established uh, probably more than 200 years ago, 250. And then the, the third degree I've done, a business administration I've done in Warwick Business School in uh, in UK. And obviously the, uh, the quality and approach of, uh, you know, either British or American education is very much different. So, you know, how we started this during Soviet times. 
So amazing. After that, you know, I, I do a lot of short courses, I, but I, I always try to do it um, in the U.S. So it's like single, you know, Singularity University, uh, going to the places uh, in California on the East Coast and just doing three to five days courses. And right now you can do it online as well. So this continuous learning uh, process that I set up for uh, myself. This time, it's not like you spend like four years somewhere and then you equip with your knowledge for the rest of your life. It's right. It's learning. Something so, that you- so you're working as a financial advisor and then, you know, through your life, you, you kind of came up with this little challenge with your health, with your cholesterol. And you started to learn more and more about this space. And that's when you, you started to venture more into becoming a longevity investor. Like I never even heard this term longevity <laughs> investor, but I think it's a very interesting thing because the technologies that are out there today to extend people's lives and give us a better quality of life and health are very exciting. And so, you know, just to summarize, you were kind of investing all over the board. Then you had this little health crisis that maybe you can talk about. And then it really helped you kind of narrow your focus, say, you know what, I love this space of longevity. This is what I really want to focus on. So maybe you can talk about that transition to us. Great. So a um, few years ago, I went to doctor and I was like typical career man. As you know, Dr. Bill, you know, I spent my, you know, the beginning of my life, you know, working full time, studying full time because I was in need to support my parents and my big family, not, not in the opposite direction because of the collapse of Soviet Union. Right. So um, and, you know, I started to, uh, you know, do this um, uh, well, over focus on my career. I forgot about my health. I've got my you know diagnostics uh, outcome from my blood test. I discovered I have high cholesterol level. Forty percent of people in the world have high cholesterol level. But the problem is, if you have this, you need to take the pill every day until the last day of your life. So at this point of time, I thought, okay, I you know I'll just face the health you know face the health crisis, and I would need to take a pill every day for another 40 years. Well, I thought, okay, wh- what are the alternatives? And doctor told me, um, well, Sergey, everyone knows what to do, but no one does it. So I recommend that, you know, to do pills. But alternative is, is you know, do physical exercise, uh, change your diet to the more kind of plant-based healthy food and take some supplements like omega-3, you know, vitamin D, etc. So I've done it in the course of six months, my cholesterol level, went down exactly to the level which I would reach if, if I would just be on a drug, on the statins. This is the name of the, uh, of the drug, uh, of the class of the drug, you know, for the rest of my life. And I thought, okay, wow, our body has this amazing capability to uh, solve our health problem. Not all of them, obviously, right? But, you know, for some basic disease that I had, I thought, okay, well, there's always an alternative. So I started to discover what are the scientific, what are the, the most technologically driven way to solve the health crisis that we have on the planet, that we have in, you know, in U.S.? How do we take care of that? And I discovered that, you know, behind this scene, there's, there's a lot of things happening in uh, scientific laboratories and just enormous technologies are currently in a stage of development, which would be, you know, able and available to us in the next five to 10 years and will help us to extend 
healthy and happy portion of our life. I thought it's amazing. So that's why I set up this longevity vision fund. So I can support entrepreneurs, young talents, which are working on that. So, and in my mission to change 1 billion lives all around the planet, bring affordable and accessible version of healthcare and longevity to the world. Technology is amazing because of, you know, every technology, the cost of it is decreasing exponentially. So that's why we can, you know, help pretty much everywhere with these inventions. So you set up this $100 million fund, really targeting products and companies that, you know, focus on longevity. Maybe you can share with us like your three top, you know, most exciting companies that you're working with right now. What fields you think are really probably, you know, the most influential? Well, three things. And again, they're all going to be available to us in the next 5, 10, 20 years. But this is, this is the technologies of the future. So one thing is, is gene editing and gene therapy, right? This is our ability to alter, to fix uh, some genetic problems that we had, you know, from the beginning of this life. And in some of the cases, um, we call it rare disease or orphan disease or genetic disease, you know, people suffer. People die at the age of 5, 10, 17 because uh, there's no cure for this genetic disease. If you've been unlucky with genetic lottery, it's just very difficult for you to live normal life. So this is why I find exciting our ability to alter this and help people. And then we, in, in developed world, in U.S., we use this term rare disease. But actually, there's 400 million people suffering from it all around the world. It's most, it's roughly like 5% of the population of this planet. That's why I'm very excited that we'll have an ability to fix, which was unfixable in through the whole evolution of human life. So that's, that's super important. Um, so the second thing which I'm particularly excited about is our ability to regenerate and replace organs. I mean, of course, if, if you're okay on genetic side and, you, I mean, you, you, you live a healthy life, you might not need it. But, you know, people are very different. We have, you know, very different needs. And, uh, and right now, if you think about organ transplantation, this is super expensive procedure. So think about liver. People waiting, recipients waiting for donors to donate their liver for a month. Sometimes it's year plus. And half, you know, 50% of the people die while waiting for that. So that's one problem. The other problem is super expensive. It's $800,000, which you would need to spend, you know, to pay for the surgery, to have a new liver transplanted to you from the other donor. So that's one-to-one donor-to-recipient relationship. We just invested in a company. They're based in Pittsburgh. It's called Lygenesis. What they do, they're using our lymph nodes inside our body to regrow artificial livers, which can replace the function of this liver or some other uh, uh, non-functioning organs. And then donor liver, uh, they can use to help 50, 70 people. So the cost of the surgery goes down exponentially and we can save you know, 30, 50, 70 lives from one donor. So that's, that's just another exciting technology. And final one uh, is we're looking at some futuristic technologies as well, like human avatars, human brain and artificial intelligence integration. So it's really far down the line. It's, it's probably not necessarily 10, 20, 25, 
50 years from now. But that's amazing that we'll have an ability to coexist with artificial intelligence, with supercomputers, and uh, be the best version of ourselves. And what's the third one? Yeah, so the, when we talk about the third one, for me, it's either human avatars or longevity in the pills. So right now, pills are dedicated to a particular disease. This is in the next 10 years in US and in the world, we're going to have this special version of drugs, the pills, who would fight the overall process of aging. Because whether we want it or not, starting from age roughly 45, we all experience slight decline in our you know, body and mind performance. This is the process called aging. This is the mechanism of evolution. And this is what I want to fight. I just want to compress morbidity. I want to give people you know, 5, 10, 20, another ex additional healthy and happy years in their life so they can realize their dreams, spend time with the loved ones. And... Uh, you know, do some interesting things in my life, change the career, change career or uh, do something great for the planet. That's awesome. Now, if I were a student in high school or college watching this and I really wanted to explore a career like Sergey did, what are some steps you would recommend that they take? Okay, uh, just to be very specific. So, well, let's just think, you know, about the skills that I used through this career or I'm using now? Well, number one, it is about negotiation. It is about interpersonal communication. It is about debate, right? So, you know, Chris was, again, I mean, his name is coming up uh, third time in this uh, uh, session. Uh, it's just this amazing book, Never Split the Difference. And I'm pretty sure he has particular online course or whatever negotiation course or debate team or debate club that you can join because it's all, all the business is human, you know, working, negotiating, debating, or coexisting with human. So this is what you need to do. So that's one. Uh, second, um, well, it's just, if you think about longevity, if you think about human biology, this is super complex thing. And in super complex thing, you need to dig into details of that. So take biology courses. And the beauty of today that you have a lot of online platforms like Udemy, which offers highest quality courses on the human biology or genetic engineering, you know, or drug development, anything which you find interesting in that you, you should learn. So human biology complex, you know, take some time uh, that you invest studying the, you know, the bio, biological side of our existence. So that's, that would be my second uh, advice. The third uh, advice is um, um, it's difficult to learn investments without making or losing your own money. Okay, so I'm not suggesting you to take the last you know, dollar that you have and in investing in some risky adventure. But what I'm doing, even with my kids, I'm father of four kids. So there's a portion of weekly allowance that I call investment pocket. And I buy them one or two stocks of the companies that I like, right? Like Amazon that they know or bank that we're using or, you know, Disney or Netflix, so they kind of know that, oh, okay, my Netflix shares are up, you know, I don't know, 20% for the last year. Well, that's great. It's good that I didn't, you know, left this money in my, you know, in my bank, in my kids' room, etc. And then, oh, wow, what is happening with Amazon? It went up, you know, 
this amount of percent. So um, it's just much easier and more practical to run with doing your own stuff there, even in, in insignificant, smaller scale, uh, because then you get the most practical experience. You got your failures, your success. You can learn from it. So if you want to be investor, be investor from the beginning. You don't with the current platforms. You don't need to, you know, be uh, super rich to invest uh, to get this investment experience. So that would be my um, third advice. And uh, fourth one is the legal side of our life because you know every investment transaction is it requires legal documentation, right? And obviously, you know, being a lawyer uh, or being professional on legal matters takes a lot of years of study and experience. But just, you know, think, be curious. Look at the contracts that you're signing, uh, contracts you some of your family members signing, uh, or, you know, join or take any electives or the small courses, which would give you some basics of, you know, legal stuff. I mean, again, you don't need to be professional. I want you to understand the context, how it works in the legal world. So that's super helpful uh, as well. And there's a lot of you know, soft stuff. Yeah, just learn from failure. Uh, you know, don't don't you know, think that it's something dramatic and do a lot of small experiments to learn from that. That's cool. All right. So what's next for Sergey? Um, look, um, what's next for me? Um, so I'm trying to, for my life, not to be only financially successful, but also interesting. So I've been to North Pole. I've been to South Pole. And right now I want to go to space. Okay. Uh, it's still very risky. You need to have a lot of money to do that. So I'm, I'm waiting for, you know, cost of going to space decrease exponentially. So it's going to be more affordable. And uh, but I'm, I'm really fascinated by opportunity for for the humanity to go outside the earth i know it sounds a little bit idealistic but uh uh, this is my long-term dream no that's cool if students are interested in contacting you what's the best way to reach you well the best way i have this wonderful website called sergeyyang.com i'll send you the uh details so you can and you're launching a book soon yes oh yeah 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 so one is sergeyyang.com it's this opportunity to sign up for my newsletters i just i just written the first my first book it's called 10 simple principles of a healthy diet and it's yeah it's very simple book it's available on amazon uh we published this in december so it's like month and a half old but it's like really simple way to start your longevity journey how you can sustain and support your body and mind in a healthy way for that and my bigger book called science and technology of growing young which is science and technology of longevity how to be longevity investor how does it feel what are the most exciting technologies going to be published in uh, august this year cool sergey thank you so much um i hope that uh, the next time you're in the Los Angeles area, we can meet in person. I really appreciate your taking the time, sharing your your knowledge with our students. And um, I wish you the best of luck and a speedy recovery um, for your your father. And um, thank you. Thank you. Thank Dr. Bill, thank you very much. And, you know, please to all your audience, stay healthy and happy. All right, take care, Dr. Bill. Over and out. 
To learn more about the Leap Foundation, go to leapfoundation.com or find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash leapfoundation or on Instagram at leapfoundation. Listen to the Meet the Mentor podcast with Dr. Bill Dorfman on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.